tomorrow night, we're going to start working. Praise God. Anticipating. So I welcome everyone to participate. Come out. Be, if nothing else, just encourage those that are working. Say, hey, I'm glad you're doing something for the kingdom of God. Praise God. Before we move on, let's welcome those on the outside that's part of this family, the Internet and the Facebook family of NCF. Can we say welcome? Welcome. Oh, we welcome you, uh, every single one. We're glad you're with us. Glad you have chosen to tune in unto what's happening here. Thank God for the presence of the Almighty God. Aren't you glad he knows how to come along with the right time to uplift, to encourage, to bring strength in his presence? There's fullness of joy. Thank God. Even though the world may look down and things, we can look up. And my granddaughter did. <laughs> she did. She was looking. She obeyed Papa. I get a chance. I was the other night. We was over there, and and uh, she was just looking around. I was got a chance to finally hold her. I mean, there's so many that have an opportunity to um, hold the, the baby, and and I was just chatting with her, and Hannah was sitting next to me, and um, I says, "You're Papa's girl." I says, "You're Papa's godly girl." I says, you're my prayer warrior. Next thing you know, she looked up at me because most of the time the little ones don't look. She looked at me with a smile come on her face. And uh, Hannah goes, did you see that, Dad? I says, yep. She says, she was smiling at you. I says, yep, because she's my prayer warrior. So we're going to pray together. We're going to see God do some mighty things. Open your Bibles, if you would, please, to 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and keep them open to chapter 5. Three verses we'll read. <clears throat> I truly believe that we're entering in to a time of great awakening. And I believe the church is going to be awakened. In Matthew chapter 25, Jesus talked about the ten virgins. Five were foolish, five were wise. But the Bible says all of the ten slept and slumbered. There came a point in time where they were doing it. But something woke them up. And I believe we're coming into a point and time that we're going to see awakening in the church, awakening of miracles and signs, a revival that we have not yet seen because before he comes for his church, he's coming to his church to restore it back to might and power and dominion to show who he is and what he done for the world. He loves us. Aren't you glad for the love of God? Yes. I'm thankful he loves the world and so much he gave his only begotten son. He wants to show, I love you. Even though you are going down a path that you shouldn't, I love you. Thank God for his love. But we as people of faith, we need to be awakened. Our faith needs to be awakened. Our faith needs to be stirred just a little bit. I like what the apostle Paul told Timothy, stir up the gifts. That means putting something in, stir it up. Thank God for the stirring that he's given. This morning, let's go to the word of God in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 17 and 18. And then we're going to jump over to chapter 5, verse 7. The Bible begins reading here, <clears throat> For our light affliction, which is but for a moment. Aren't you glad for um, just a moment? <laughs> I wouldn't want to have an affliction forever. Thank God for just a light affliction for just a moment. Is working for us, say working for me, working for me. a far more exceedingly eternal weight of glory. 
Now, what is this telling me, Pastor? Before we move any further, weight of glory. What does weight do? It's a measure. But also, the way it's described here, it puts something on. But if you look at it, weight of glory. Glory does not really have weight to it, but it has a pulling effect. So it's pulling you towards heaven, pulling you towards that area. So your light afflictions you're going through is bringing about a weight of glory. That way, your gravity will lose hold. How many is ready for rapture? I'm ready for God to release and say, get me out of here. I'm ready to go to where heaven's at. Praise God. But let's continue reading. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Go up to verse seven of chapter five of this same book. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Tell your neighbor, says we walk by faith. So quit looking. Tell your neighbor, quit looking. And you may be seated. The next few moments, I want to talk to people of faith. You, as individuals that believe in the things of God, that has been going down the the sight. We see that the Bible teaches us we walk by faith, not by sight. In other words, you cannot walk by what you see. If you watch what you see and that's all you're walking by, then something's going to be wrong, especially in the things of God. Because the Bible says faith comes by what? Hearing. hearing. So we must have our hearing in tune. There's some people has inner ear infection. Their balance is off. They need to be healed of God to hear what God's really saying, that they can operate the way God wants them to operate. So we walk as people of faith, not by what we see, but by what we hear. In other words, we've got to be tuned in to the things of God. Thank God he speaks. Thank God he's talking to me. The definition of faith, not what we see, but it's what we hear. Can I hear an Amen. The story of Jesus said uh, uh, when he come to a fig tree and the disciples were with him, Jesus wanted a teaching moment. And when he walked up to that tree, he looked at it and he cursed it. There's a reason why he cursed it. At first point, when they seen it, nothing took place. At first point, they're kind of looking. Then they may have looked at Jesus and says, oh, he missed it this time. But for a 24-hour period that Jesus brought him back to that tree. And the Bible says that fig tree was withered up by the roots. Sometimes when you are praying, Jesus was praying. He spoke to the fig tree. And the fig tree looked normal right afterwards. Sometimes when you are praying and you're seeking God and you know you hear from God that it may not look like things are changing, that things are moving, that results are happening. But hang on a little while for God will change what is going on. What happened in disciples? They question, says, that's the same tree. Nothing happened at first, but look what happened. How many knows faith speaks into situations? Faith speaks what God says. And then we say, God, you bring the results. 
Sometimes we need to wake our faith up because we want results instantaneously. We want God to move so I can see it right now. But our faith does not operate that way. We listen to God and that's the way we walk. God, I know what you said. I'm going to follow after it. God, I know what you told me. I'm going to do it. How many of you ever had God speak to you and you operated on it, but you didn't see results right away, but you kept going after it? That's the way God is. Sometimes you never know. See, outside prayer sometimes not, does not make the difference, but it's what God is saying in the, that makes the difference. Faith is trusting in God no matter when you don't have all the answers. How many seem to think sometimes you have all the answers? I don't. I just have to trust in God. I've had people come up to me and they're they, they looking at this and looking at that. I know what God spoke to me. I've got a peace about it. The time when Hannah was in our arms when she was a baby and we was going through the, the circumstance that, that, that we was waiting on the decision from the judge in some areas. This was six months. Six whole months we went through that situation with her. Had her in our care. The judge says, keep her. You hang on to her. You take care of her. We couldn't even name her legally. But we did name her. She's Hannah. She's Hannah. I would walk around because I know what God said. I've got it under control. Martha looked at me out of emotion because what she was saying, how can you be so peaceful? How can you operate with peace? Because I know in my God what he said. I know what he's brought to us. And I know God wants to use and do. You need to trust in God. Amen. After three months, she went to the church we was attending. I was associate pastor. She went to the altar and she took Hannah. And later on the altar, she goes, whatever takes place, God, it's in your hands. I'm trusting in you. And laid her on the altar. She belonged to God. That's what we must do, church. God, I'm trusting in you and release it to God. Speak what he says from his word. Speak what he's saying to you personally. Two aspects. You've got the rhema and the logos. You've got God speaking. God's written. But God is wanting to tell you something personally. You can speak the word all day long, but until God speaks it to you personally, then that's when it becomes part of you. That's where people of faith operate, not what they see, but what God is saying. Quit looking on the outside and say, God, this is what you're desiring. We walk by what? Faith, not by sight. Amen. Touch your neighbor and says, quit looking, looking and walk by faith. Abraham moved by faith, not knowing where he was going, not knowing where place God was going to take him. But God says, leave your country, leave this area. You know what he did? He walked by faith. He trusted God. He knew God had a plan. He knew God had a purpose. Now we must operate in that. How many have ever been hindered by what you saw though? God, I know what you're speaking to me, but look what's happening. Look what's going on. You're looking outside of the realm where God is speaking. Faith doesn't come by hearing, not by seeing. Isn't that what the word of God says? Do we believe that? But what hinders you in your walk? What hinders in you what you are, are in your faith? Are you looking on the outside and not seeing results that you think needs to take place when you need to trust God? 
It may not be today. It may not be even tomorrow. But God says it will take place. Aren't you glad for that? I know what he says. I know what he says for me to do. In other words, do not let what you see hinder you. But you need to keep hearing from heaven. You need to keep hearing what God says. It is what I hear from God that is my faith. It's what I'm hearing from what he says to me is what I need to operate in. I need to look to. I need to follow after. God, I know you're speaking to me. I don't understand it, but I'm following it. See, this is why I can be up and I can look up when the world is going down. When everybody else is nervous about what's going to take place economically, my job, the future, I can look up because I know who holds my future. I know whose hands I'm in. I know who am I trusting in. It's not people. It's not things. It's not finances. It's not my job. It's not the doctors. It is in God. And God alone is what I'm trusting in. God's word is what he says. He gave me his word on it. He sealed it with his blood from Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. I can bank on it, church. Amen. That's the reason why when everything else is going down, I can look up and say, God, you've got everything under control. You may feel like, God, I've been hit with one thing after another. Keep looking to God. He'll take you through. Amen. Let me say that again. Keep looking to God. He'll take care of you. He'll pull you through. Amen. When you don't have it within you, God does. When you don't have the strength, the emotional fortitude, God does. Thank God for that. See, people of faith, we don't operate out of fear either. Fear cancels faith. Fear comes in because of doubt and, and worry and concern. But when you speak of God, you speak that God knows how to take care of. God knows how to bring about. See, I can say with full assurance, God's dealing with my children. I can speak with full assurance. God is going to bring about what he said he'd bring about. We're here in this city that we can put the devil on notice. We are people of faith. We're believing God. And no matter what you are trying to do, God's going to get the glory. Amen. God's going to turn the situation around. God will bring all things to his glory, church. Glory to God. Notice what we said last week when this man, and we brought about, and I call it uh, sent. God is sending us out. Even though sometimes God may put things on you, there's a purpose. Even though he gives you direction and you may be walking by faith and not seeing. I showed you an illustration that the way I've lived my life most of the time, I live by faith and I walk around knowing, God, I don't see the future, but I know who you hold it. I'm just following your word. I'm following what you said. Be encouraged, church, people of faith. You need to wake up your faith. Say, wait a minute, we're trusting God. God will bring it to pass. Second Samuel chapter five. You don't have to turn there. I'm just going to give you a, little story. You can read it later if you want to. David went out to fight the Philistines. The Philistines was an, uh, 
uh, number of army was much, much greater than what he had. But he was going out obeying the Lord. All of a sudden, he come up to a place on his way to fight, and there's mulberry bushes. And God spoke to him. He says, I want you to get your men, and I want you to get underneath the mulberry bushes and hide. Don't even look up until you hear the marching in the mulberry bushes. Don't look to what's around you. Keep your head down. Keep it where I tell you to be. There's times when God tells you to do certain things, God, this doesn't make sense. Sometimes faith doesn't add up to what my senses are telling me. Faith comes in because it's another sense from heaven. You must operate the way that is. And so David had his men said, don't look until we hear. You know what God was teaching David? You must hear what I say and what I'm doing, not what you're seeing. He says, if you'll do that, you know what the marching was? The angels, uh, the, the army of heaven marching before him. He says, if you, when you hear that, that's when I'm going to give you the victory. That's when I'm going to let you go. And I'm going to give you the victory because I'm going to be for you. I'm going to battle before you. We're in a spiritual battle church. And we must understand with the spiritual things happening, we can't look on the temporary things. We've got to look to eternal things. There's a difference. If you just look at temporary, if you look, just look what you're facing today, that's temporary. Tomorrow, God's going to change it. If not tomorrow, the next day. If not the next day, eventually God will turn things around for you. Amen. We need to wake up our faith as people of faith. We need to operate the way God says to operate. David heard the wrestling of the army going through the mulberry bush. He got up. He said, victory is mine. When you hear God and you do what he says, you can stand up and say, victory belongs to me. Because God's going before you. God's preparing a way. No matter what it looks like, what it feels like, you need to not be hindered by what you see, but listen to what God says. How many can say amen to that? Amen. God is telling David, don't be focused on the outward. Don't be focused upon the amount of army. Don't be focused on this, but be focused on me. Totally. You got to look to him. Elijah from the Old Testament. The Bible says he was somebody different. Why? He come to a point when he had declared a famine. Because God spoke to him, there's going to be a famine. But the Bible says it come to a point when the famine was getting ready to end. And the Bible says he heard even before the famine was over with. He heard. He heard. The Bible says the sound of abundance. You've got to hear what heaven is saying. There's a sound of abundance. A sound of abundance. And the Bible says that Elijah heard the sound of abundant rain. He was hearing. He sent his servant out. Can you imagine that servant coming back and running back and forth, back and forth? I don't see a thing. Seven times he'd done that. And finally he come back. He says, I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. That was a sign. God says, they're coming in. But Elijah would not be moved by what he saw. Was not focused upon the famine, but focused upon God. If you are focused on the famine, focus upon what the world's going on, 
Can I put it to you this way? I listen to another news source. I listen to Fox, but I don't listen to them there as much. I listen to the other news channels, but I listen to the Heavenly News Network. HNN. I tune into that, and all of a sudden I hear God saying, everything is all right. I've got things under control. I'm your healer. I'm your supplier. I am your redeemer and the redeemer lives and the word from heaven is not depression. The word from heaven is not lack. The word from heaven is not uh, this area where you don't have what you need. I have all things for you, saith the Lord. You must understand he is the all in all. Heaven is talking. See, faith looks at defeat and defiant circumstances and said, this is what God is saying about you. This is what the word is saying about you. I like what Jesus said. If you had a grain of faith as a grain of mustard seed, you could speak to the mountain and it would move. You could speak to this area and it would move. See, that faith that God's given you, every single one of you, you need to wake it up and say, wait a minute, we need to start trusting in God. Speak to the mountain, speak to the trees, speak to whatever and say, this is my God. This is what he's saying from heaven. See, there's no depression in heaven. There's no lack in heaven. There's no defeat in heaven. Can I tell you, we're walking around as heavenly representatives. If nothing else, I'm a newscaster. How's it going there, brother? Just fine. Just fine. How can you say that? Look around you. I walk by faith. Oh, walk by faith. Okay, how's things going for you? Awesome. What do you see? The future. Oh, man, you're speaking God's words. If we get to heaven, it says, what do you see? What's around you? I see God in all things. He's my source. These are people of faith. Can you imagine what the newscasters are saying in heaven? Tune in next time and you'll see these people operating the way says, we need to wake our faith up a little bit, church. We need to say, this is what God is saying about us. Everything is going to be all right. There's a great awakening coming and I truly believe God is going to wake the people of faith up and say, trust in me. Don't look to the areas around you. They're temporary, but look to me. I've got your future and it's bright. See, no talk in heaven of defeat. No talk in heaven of lack. No talk of heaven of anything that's not victory. But God brings victory. Thank God for that. See, I don't see and I don't hear in heaven say, let's just give up. There's too many people wanting to give up. Throw in the towel. Things are getting worse. Listen to the news. We could be on the brink of war. We could have this. We could have that. If I kept looking at the natural man, I would be depressed like everybody else. But I'm looking to heaven and what they're saying. I tune into that news and I know what he says. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm saved because of the sacrifice that was done on Calvary. But no more than that, he rose from the dead and now it's time for me to rise up and get out of the place I've been in and walk around by faith, knowing what God says about me, knowing what he says about my kids, knowing what he says about my future. See, I don't see in heaven where they want to throw in a towel. Let's just stop. 
I don't see it in heaven where depression is there. The mind is at peace because the peace giver. He's a prince of peace. Allow him to come in in your mind, in your heart. Everything's going to be all right. I may not understand it all the way. I've been around this a long time. And every time I'm turning around, God's saying, I need you to go this way. God, why this way? Quit asking why, just go. <laughs> Last week, that man didn't ask why. He just went. He just heard the voice of Jesus. He couldn't even see him. But he went anyway. Sometimes we want to see results before we go. But God says, go, you'll see results. Let me say that again. That's pretty good. Go, you'll see results. I'm sending you. And when I'm sending you, if you'll be obedient, no matter how hard, no matter what's come on you, you keep going and watch what God will do. You'll come back saying, look what the Lord has done. He's healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. Thank God. See, I must see by determination that fear and defeat is not going to be part of my life. Right. I walk by faith. What do I do? I determine to hear from heaven. I determine. That's a made up mind. That's a made up heart. That's being obedient. Don't be just a hearer of the word, but be a doer. And that's when action comes in. Far too many people are still just hearing just a little bit, but they're not operating what God says because faith has a walking action. We walk by faith. You need to put that into terminology. No matter what, I'm going to keep walking it out. No matter what, I'm going to keep going. I heard this man tell me to go to the pool of Siloam, and I'm going to that pool called Scent. He sent me there, and I'm going. I can imagine what happened to that man when he's walking back. He walked one way, trying to feel his way through. On his way back, he could see clearly. Every once in a while, I can just picture something just boiling up inside of me. I can see. I can see. Everybody's probably looking at him. What is going on with that guy? Same way what God's done for us. We once was blind to the things of God. Now I can see. I can see. You need to make a new song. I can see. <laughs> Clearly now in the way God wants me to see. Because I heard his voice. I heard his voice. Never stop. Tell your neighbor, never stop. Oh, that was poor. Tell your neighbor, never stop. You got to keep walking. You got to have a determination. I'm going to see what God says. The Bible says that we're born to win. Let me shout it again. We're born to win. Nothing's impossible for my God. Nothing is impossible for God. Nothing is impossible for God. Say that with me. Nothing's impossible for God. Oh, church, we need to wake you up. Do I need to get some spiritual coffee and bring it in here? <laughs> that you can have a little extra coffee? See, Elijah, as we see from the Old Testament, was not looking at the famine, but was looking to God. We can't look around us. We got to look to God. No matter what it feels like, no matter what you're going through, no matter, sometimes you get a weight on you and you say, God, I got to keep going. Question is, see, Elijah heard the sound. 
of abundance. What are you hearing? Question I want to ask you, are you responding to what you are seeing or what you're hearing? Are you responding to what you're seeing or what you're hearing? Far too many people are looking and not hearing. Matthew chapter 4, Jesus said, A man shall not live by bread alone, the earthly things, things that sustain you from the earth. But it says, By every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. God is speaking. God is even speaking today. God is wanting to encourage your faith today. God wants you to wake up today and trust in him. If you've had problems, you've been going to the wrong source, look to God. He is a problem solver. His name is Jesus. He died that I could be healed. He died that I could have all things of heaven. Heaven is speaking. I've got what you have need of. Look to God, not look to the outside, but look to him. See, faith comes by hearing, and we walk by faith, not by sight. The life of faith the life that you live in faith has that area. That's the reason why I say, I don't listen to what the crazy world is saying. I listen to what the heavenly newscasters are saying. I listen to what God is saying. His Holy Spirit is speaking to me and says, everything's going to be all right. Amen. Aren't you glad for this? See, I don't get nervous when I hear from that world. I don't get nervous when I hear from heaven. I get, God, you got things under control. Can I tell you this? You know why? God's not nervous. God's not, never nervous. He knows what's going on. And he has the best interest of you at his heart. What I hear from the word is saying, Jesus, I want you to get this, is the king of kings and Lord of lords. That's what I hear the word is saying to me. That's what I hear God is saying to me. I have everything under control, in other words. I'm over. Jesus said when he told his disciples, says all of authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth. Everything is going to be okay. Look to God, church. Don't look around you. Can I tell you this and put it this plain? He's going to take care of his own. You know what I think we need to do? The Bible says we need to shout with the voice of triumph. You're awful quiet this morning, church, but let me hear you shout just a minute. Says, shout in the name of Jesus real clear because once you speak his name, everything comes into play. One, two, three. Jesus. Can you say it real loud? Louder than what you just did. One, two, three. Jesus. There you go. That's what you need to be speaking. Acts chapter two, there was a sound that came from heaven. It was a, like a mighty rushing wind. And I truly believe in this great awakening that we're getting ready to see God's swooping in with a great mighty wind. You know where the wind's coming from? His voice, his spirit, his Holy Spirit is breathing. In these last days, he's breathing. In these last days, he's breathing. Let me say it again. In these last days, a sound of a mighty rushing wind. I hear God wrestling in the mulberry bush again. Victory belongs to the church. We are his church. We are victorious. I'm an overcomer. See, I have faith that I can overcome the world because God's given me the faith that overcomes the world, the Bible says. Thank God for that faith. Thank God he gives it to you. I hear from heaven. I don't take what the world gives me. I take what God gives me. 
And I thank God for that. Say hearing. Can I tell you what I'm hearing also? Jesus is coming soon. He's coming soon. I'm hearing it. My spirit is hearing he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. We don't hear it much anymore. It seems like everybody's starting to settle in around us and, and they want to gain as much as they can, much pleasure, much this and much that. I'm telling you, he's coming. He's coming. And thank God what he's bringing. You know what else I hear? He's bringing his kingdom. Amen. And it's going to be a kingdom of righteousness. And his righteous saints are going to serve with him. They're going to be alongside of him. That's what he's setting up. That's what I hear, church. I hear that he's coming. Tell your neighbors, he's coming. Thank God he's bringing another kingdom. Thank God he's getting things ready because we are the preparers. We're like John the Revelator in one sense. We're revealing what God is saying. But we're also like John the Baptist. We're preparing a way in a wilderness. Thank God for that. You know what that brings to me? Hope. Hope. When everything else doesn't have hope, that's my anchor. When I feel the seas rocking to and fro, my ship may be in that midst. I drop the anchor. Everything's going to be all right. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Can I give you a one-two punch? Hope and evidence. That's a one-two punch. When the devil comes to you and says, they're not listening. Wait a minute. I got hope. You see this devil? I'm going to give you a black eye. He's got two eyes. Black him out. Knock him out with the word of God. Jesus gave three cheers, and they're called cheer-ups. I want to give them to you from the word of God. How many ready to cheer up? Yes. Touch your neighbor tell us says it's time to cheer up. John 16, 33 says this. Jesus said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Be of good cheer. First cheer. Can I be the cheerleader right now? Not just the coach, but the cheerleader? Cheer up. Cheer up. Second cheer that Jesus gave, Matthew chapter 9. said, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. You know why he said that? Because you got rid of something. Ooh, we need to cheer. We need to say, cheer up. We need to look up. We need to see God saying this. The things that I held me back is no longer holding me back now. The things of doubt and, and fear no longer has a hold on me. I, I've been forgiven. My name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Cheer up, church. Amen. You may be going through it, but cheer up. You're getting ready to go out of it. Amen. Thank God for that. The last cheer up that we want to look at, Matthew 14. It says, be of good cheer. In other words, do not be afraid. Jesus said, I am, be not afraid. I am, be not afraid. Cheer up. He told his disciples, cheer up. I am. He is the great I am. In John, we see many times he spoke about who he was. He says, I am. As when Moses received the word of God, who do I tell is sending me? I am that I am. And Jesus says, I am that I am. I am the great I am. I am your all. I am that what you have need of. I am. Cheer up. Aren't you glad for the three cheers? Amen. Now, if I had pom-poms, I'd come to this side. 
cheer, cheer up. And what would you do? You just look at me. Oh, let's see this side we'll get into. Cheer up. There you go. They got a little action behind them. Let's see if this side will do it. Cheer up. There you go. I like the whistle. <laughs> One more time. All together. Cheer up. There you go. We need to keep looking up, cheering up. Let your faith come to the place where God said it needs to be. John 15, 19 says, Jesus said, in the world, you may have tribulation, but you need to keep looking to me. I have overcome. I have overcome. And because I overcome, you can overcome. Deuteronomy 28, it says something. I like what it says. This is, people of faith need to hear this. You need to understand this because when you're operating in faith, when you're believing what God says, the Bible says, I'm blessed in the city. I'm just repeating what the word says. So when I leave here today and I enter out in this little city, this little community, this little town, I, I need to walk around. I'm blessed in Warsaw. I'm blessed in Indianapolis. I'm blessed in whatever city I enter into. I'm blessed, but it didn't stop there. I'm blessed in the country. So when I travel the country, wherever I may be, I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I am blessed because heaven says I'm blessed. That's where the faith and the people of faith operate. We need to say I'm blessed because God says I'm blessed. I'm hearing from heaven. There's a sound of abundance. There's a sound of an awakening. And those that are not awakening, they're going to stay asleep. And then when he comes back, you're going to say, wait a minute, take me. You've been asleep. Sleep at the wheel. You need to wake up. Say, God, use me. Let me walk it out. See, when the word of God gets in you and gets a hold of you, you no longer speak of man or woman of the earth. You speak the way God speaks. You talk the way God talks. Jesus walked around wanting to glorify God. Everywhere he went, he made a difference in people's lives because God sent him. God is sending you today, and we need to be a people of faith, not of fear, not of doubt. We need to be a people of faith. I'm blessed. We need to be a people of faith. I need to cheer up. I need to look up. I need to keep my eyes on him. I need to hear what he says because faith comes by hearing. And when he speaks to me, I need to walk by it. One thing I will say, been things I prayed about. I know God spoke to me. And there's still things that have not come to pass yet. I understand that. But I know what God says. And I believe in God. That settles it for me. When God spoke to me, it will come to pass. My sight doesn't come into play. What's well, not happening right now? It may ha not happen at this very moment. Matter of fact, I may get up tomorrow. It may not even be happening then. And maybe the next day, it may not happen then, but it will happen. See, that's where we need to wake our faith up. 
That's where we need to say, God, wake my faith up to trust in you. No matter what it looks like, you're going to take care of me. You're going to open the doors when they need to be open. You're going to shut the doors when they need to be shut. And when the enemy tries to come knocking, you say, wait a minute, this is my God. And this is what he's saying about me, my family, my situation. And I know that everything's going to be all right. I need to cheer up a little bit. I need to look up a little bit. I need to say, God's on my side. He is for me and not against me. He has gone before me and the victory belongs to me. He died on Calvary. He rose again that I can rise up out of this situation and say, God is alive. I'm alive and well on planet earth and I'm walking by faith. We need to trust him, church. Trust him in everything. From your finances to your health to your emotional well-being to your family, your relationships. Do I need to continue to your education, to your careers. Allow him to guide you and take you to places. Every place I've ever moved, God's always given me the inkling and I hear his voice and I start praying. I start going after what God's speaking. The Bible says in the Old Testament, Psalms, he will give you the heart's desire. But who gives you the desire and who places it in your heart? Far too many people are praying to consume it upon themselves. And God says, I'm going to give you what I need you to have. I'm going to give you, and when you start praying that, you'll see success. How many wants to be a good soul winner? I want to see souls come to the kingdom of God. Allow him to speak to you, the ones that need to be hearing the word. Allow him to open the doors to go to where those are at. Not everybody's going to hear you. And if they hear you, they won't accept you. And if you just look at that, what's the use? That's not what God is saying. Not everybody came to know Jesus, even after he rose from the dead. Some turned and rejected him. And they may reject you, but you keep listening. You keep going. You keep doing what he says. It's time to wake up. Now tell your neighbor, says, service is about over. It's time to wake up. (laughs) You're getting ready to get out of here. Mom, touch dad, says, wake up. (laughs) Time to operate in the things of God. Stand to your feet if you would, please.